Alter Life with Brent and Jeff. This is the Alter Life with Brent and Jeff. Yes, welcome. We are very excited to be here in part number seven of our Beatitude series. Tonight we're going to be talking about peacemakers and not hippies. <laughs> we're going to be talking about <laughs> those who make peace between men and between God and men and the role that they have and the importance of being a peacemaker and not a brawler or a instigator like I can often be. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I like the grenade game where you just kind of throw these two people, you know, something's going to you just not, you know, send them into an argument, you just throw it in there and then you walk away. So, Brent, I heard, you know what I heard? Tell Jim Bob what you think about the book of Revelation and then you just walk away. <laughs> Predestination versus free will yeah go 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 at it let's <laughs> let's argue let's battle you know and there's some folks in the world that just love an argument actually i have to say that i enjoy a nice spat every now and then yeah. uh, my wife does not i don't no my wife doesn't either and she always yells at me um which is what we're talking about she's yelling at me uh <laughs> and she's like why you know we'll get in this big argument and i would love it because it was, to me it was just a nice conversation for her she was like an argument she's like why do you have to argue with me i'm like i'm not we're just having a conversation <laughs> iron sharpening iron yeah but the point is is that we should be as believers seeking out and seeking to be peacemakers in this world and there's so much in this world that's warring against peace and um you know trying to be confrontational and trying to be argumentative and um, that's not the way of the believer, and we're going to be digging into that. You know, blessed are the peacemakers, for the for they shall be called sons of God, is what the word says. And that's where we're kicking it off this evening to talk about. Yeah, I mean, this is the exact opposite of being in your face, right? Which a lot of us have that mentality. Like, if you don't like it, you can get out of here. Or some <laughs> other choice words that would be harsher for me to say, but I won't say on the air. Um, you know, we get that we get our backs up and we get all I'm right, yeah. you're wrong. But there's something greater than right and wrong and it's about how we're seen, you know, in God's eyes. And that's the ultimate goal. We're all wrong when we're compared to God, but he has imputed righteousness on our behalf, big word. And uh, we're going to be talking about that tonight. And I was thinking about the verse that says that folks will know, people will know that we are Christians by the love that we have for one another and you know, Living out loud a love and, um, you know, that that understanding, you know, and you think about what does love have to do with peace, you know? First um, Corinthians 13, it says that love believes all things, hopes all things. Love doesn't <laughs> seek its own. It's not all about itself. And a lot of times when we're seeking our own things, when we're, um, you know, we're out there and we're trying to get stuff for ourselves, you know, that can come in conflict with someone else who's trying to do the same thing. And uh, there you go. You have a war and you have a fight. (laughs) And, uh, you know, that's so as as believers, people are going to know that we're Christians. Um, You know, it says in this beatitude, um, blessed are the peacemakers for they shall be called sons of God. They're going to be called sons of God. It's going to be obvious that um, we're sons of God when we're, we're striving for peace and we're not looking for a fight. Yeah, we should change the title of this episode to Happy Are the Dudes That Don't Put Up Their Dukes. <laughs> <laughs> the du- the hazardous dukes. The dukes of hazard. Because <laughs> my dukes, man, they're hazardous. <laughs> oh, that was lame. Uh, Sorry about that. We might have an unbelievable topic, though, out of that lame Who conversation. Ah. Stick around for the next 45 minutes and you'll get to our unbelievable segment. 
The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. That was Clear the Air by Bleach. And that's often what we need to do. Sometimes we got this person saying this about us, this other person saying this about us. Just need to clear the air. You know, get rid of the elephant in the room. It's expensive. It's smelly. Just get rid of it. And uh, He's looking for peanuts. Yeah. <laughs> How do you know there's an elephant in your refrigerator? I don't know. How do you know? By the footprints in the butter. Oh, I don't know how that that's a funny not joke, funny at but it all. is an actual joke in a joke book somewhere. Don't be trying to bring back corny joke segment from three years ago. Oh my <laughs> gosh, that would be awesome. <laughs> corny joke time. You notice we've had many seg- many a segment that we've tried to to start up that have false started. And I was listening back to some of our old episodes, um, and and it reminds you of things that we remember tr- doing, like the weekly words from the wise. Yeah. Which I uh, I think it lasted about four episodes. Yeah. And then there was a couple other things. that like The cool cat of the week. That's right. That failed. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> corny joke time, it, it failed, but I think it was more that it just got played out more than anything yeah. else. I think it was successful in its heyday. So maybe, you know, someday corny joke time will make a reappearance Re- on the altar life. But corny anyway. Corny joke revisited. Yeah. <laughs> corny joke 2000. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's got to be 3,000 because we're past the year 2000. Everything oh, was always 3, hip. a long time from now. I know. Everything was always hip when you put the 2000 at the end until it turned 2001. And then you're like, 2000 is so old. <laughs> 2000, zero, zero. Party over. Oops. Out of time. <laughs> wow. Anyway, we have a topic to get to tonight, and it's blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the sons of God. And I can say straight up that I, you know, people, I guess I rub people the wrong way sometimes, maybe because I'm arrogant. So they think it's really all just low self-esteem that I'm trying to, to, uh, <laughs> compensate for, I guess. Confession time. <laughs> On the Alter Life. <laughs> TMI by Jeff Desi. On a special Alter Life episode. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> this week. Um, but, you know, you can people, people's personalities can rub people the wrong way. You know, that song, Eggshells, we got to be careful about what we say. Uh, because you know, oh, this person gets offended about everything, and they always are—you know—they're a contrarian. They're always bringing up arguments just for the sake of it, and um, you know that's not really the heart of God. The heart of God is not to get everybody angry and bitter at each other. The heart of God is forgiving, and we talked about that in our mercy episode. But it really comes to the forefront even more so in the peacemakers episode because it's. You know, that's, that is now your task, is to be a peacemaker. You take that and you, you make a choice. Are you going to be someone who loves the argument, loves the dissension, or are you going to be someone who strives for peace among men? As much as it's up to you, as Paul says. You know, sometimes people just don't want it. Well, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, as always, this stuff in lieu of actual entertainment. The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. All right, that was Riley Limited Time. Just want to invite you to check out our website, www.thealtarlife.com. Uh, we try to be timely in keeping that updated with our latest uh, episodes, so you can check it out um, and some prior episodes. Right now, um, all the prior Beatitudes episodes are up there, so you can log on and check them out if you've missed some. Um, we're rolling forward this evening with Blessed Are the Peacemakers, and we'll have that up sometime in the, this next week. So keep it, keep going there. There's always new stuff up there, and. Uh, you know, I think you'll like it. I think so, too. And shoot us an email, too, if you're listening. That'd be cool. It'd be great. It's a great way to, to share the radio show with those who don't sit in their cars and aren't around at the time that the show is airing live. Why not stream it That's right. at your convenience 
the Ultra Life On Demand, as we <laughs> say. And um, we're in the on-demand culture, so check it out, please, if you would do so. And um, continuing on, you know, James, we were we always end up in James somehow because James is just cool, okay? <laughs> and he really we always, is. We always end up here because there's so much cool stuff here. Um, but, you know, he has this, this part in, in Chapter 3 where he talks about... Um, you know, he talks about self-seeking, those who are self-seeking and have bitter envy in their hearts. Um, it says, do not boast and lie against the truth. This wisdom that these people have is earthly, sensual, and demonic. And But the opposite of that is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield. And it's cool because he has this verse that says, now the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. Where do... Where do wars and fights come from among you? And he gets into where wars and fights come from, you know. Uh, and it's because we're seeking something for ourselves. There's always conflict when we're trying to be selfish, you know. If you think about, you know, if you've ever been around a two-year-old and they're playing on the floor with some toys and, uh, you know, it's like, okay, this is my toy. And then some other kid comes over and grabs it from them. And it's like, no, give it back. And they start getting into a fight. Well, what, what's the problem? The problem is they both wanted the same thing. They both were looking for something for themselves. And, um, you know, a peacemaker is the direct opposite of that. It's not necessarily, it's not just being a wimp and just like backing down, but it's it's knowing that there is more to life than just who's right and who's wrong. You know, it's a part of life where it's like, you know what? I disagree with you, but I love you. And I'm going to choose Christ over what I want in this situation and it's about choosing Christ and not ourselves. Yeah, that last song that we played by Reliant K, it really is an interesting um, story involved in that. And the, and the title and everything is very plain and clear. But basically it's saying, are we willing to throw away um, the opportunity for ministry in a relationship just for the sake of being right and wrong? Yeah. You know, like, are we going to bury this relationship or are we going to bury the hatchet, that old adage where, you know, whatever this is that's between us, we're just going to put it to rest so that we can move on in our relationship with each other and you know even more importantly is the our relationship with god are there so many things in our life that we hold against god and you know it says that we were enemies with god before you know thankfully the blood of jesus christ has reconciled us back to him if you're a believer but those relationships and and you know we should take it as a challenge to be a peacemaker tonight talking about peace you know what's the point in fighting each other just to win an argument and um that's a great there's a song by John Rubin called Nuisance we're not playing that one but he says are we debating just to win an argument come on what's that about and, I'll uh, feel good I'll yeah. feel good if I win and I beat you yeah and then what, <laughs> what is the what's the result of that it's like bloody mess yeah. <laughs> you know it's just there's just people that are beat up and broke and feel, down busted and disgusted <laughs> and the feeling that you want which won't be good you won't you know won't be worth it the next day yeah it's just in the moment you're unbelievable the ultra this is unbelievable i cannot believe this this is unbelievable this is unbelievable that was the fight song by sanctus real i don't really want to fight over something it's really nothing it doesn't matter right which was what what the dukes of hazard did yeah right (laughs) that was what it was all about it was about driving cars and punching people out in bars Basically, and wearing Old tight pants. Show Dukes of Hazzard. Tight acid wash jeans with flannels tucked in, yeah. but unbuttoned collars and car doors that never opened. Yeah, <laughs> that was the most amazing part of it to me. Is the car? Yeah, the general league. You oh, know, it's unbelievable. And being able to like jump through the window at any point in time, you could just make it right through. Yeah. Boom! They drove you know a car that single-handedly condoned slavery. 
I was <laughs> having the Confederate flag on the hood. But we love it. Yeah, we Don't love we love it? it? Yeah. Unbelievable. The South, the South flavor. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's funny. Like, when I first got my car, I always had these visions of me. Like, actually, like, when I got my first car, being more like the Dukes of had never yeah. using my handle. Just, like, yeah. always jumping through. <laughs> then I realized that I just had a white clunker station wagon. And <laughs> even if I did do that, I still wouldn't be cool. So <laughs> I always thought it's amazing that no matter where they went, even if it was in like a, the biggest metropolis, which they were never in, there was always some type of jump that their car would leap over yeah, in the totally. episode. And it would always freeze and go, and go cut to, to commercial. commercial. <laughs> we'll be right back. I hope those Duke boys don't get hurt. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. A little narration. I know. But I think that's appropriate to talk about, the, you know, as I mentioned sarcastically earlier, the hazardous Dukes. You know what? Our cars don't don't fly over things enough. No. No, I, I think it should be like, we should have jumps in It'd the normal amazing. road. Yeah. I feel like if mine did that, the bottom of the car would just fall out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't see how the, the car could stay intact like it does in the movies and stuff. Or like a Knight Rider. We should be able to have that turbo boost button that helps, you know, get over traffic and stuff. <laughs> I think it should really... Isn't that Inspector Gadget? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> But haven't we technologically advanced enough where that's possible? Come yeah. on, why are we still stuck on the road? I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> why am I stuck in rush hour traffic? I should be able to just... Can't, I should be able to fly fly to work in the morning. <laughs> I shouldn't have to, like, drive. Wow. Um, flying to work from the Dukes of Hazard. I don't know. That's we, awesome. We got there, but... Put away your hazardous dukes. If you're an engineer out there, make it happen. I'm tired of driving. We're talking about peacemakers today in our episode on The Ultra Life, episode seven of our Beatitude series. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, we are well into hour two now, so we are off and running. And uh, just to sum up what we've been talking about, we've been talking about the fact that we are all selfish and it's hard for us to make peace with one another because right and wrong is so important in our feeble human puny brains. Um, because it's hard for us, and I, I know it's it's the principle of the thing. <laughs> Come on! If I give on this, then how many other things am I going to have to give on? Yeah. <laughs> if you give them an inch, they'll take a mile. <laughs> you start getting all these things, and uh, oh, I man. I find myself like that. And then it, you know you need that that calming, soothing, correct voice to say it doesn't matter. Yeah. What is gained from you being proven right, other than more of your own pride, which will then cause other wars and other arguments down the road really and then i'm like yeah you're right but and then god's like but nothing yeah right (laughs) but nothing (laughs) we've been in those situations where god was correcting us telling us hey you know just pipe down relax it's not worth it um choose me don't choose yourself thanks for listening to our friends brent and jeff on the altar life all right, this was one more round by Barlow Girl, and uh, you know, happy are the peacemakers. And you know, the first thing when you read that, you think, you know, I'm never happy when I have to be the peacemaker. <laughs> it's like whenever yeah. I have to be the one to like, you know, take the high road. Uh, it's almost <laughs> like oh, I just feel like I want to be there in the argument. It's hard for me to like, you know, to let it go and to to look for the. To look for Christ in the situation, I think that's really the important thing because there's so many times we're in conflict and this isn't saying to, um, you know, for the sake of not getting into an argument or being non-confrontational, you just do whatever, you know, because the people might might interpret it that way, you know. it's We're called to be peacemakers in the sense that we're not looking to fight. <laughs> we're yeah. not looking for an argument and we're looking 
And Paul, and Paul said it, and Jeff kind of alluded to it before. He says, you know, where possible, live at peace with all men. You know, sometimes it's just not possible. Um, but happy are those who choose that path. And, um, you know, it's, it's not something that is on my top of list of things that makes me happy. It really isn't. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I, I, I like myself. <laughs> and I want myself to be right. Yeah. And I want myself to get what it wants. And, um, you know, when we have a perspective of looking at Jesus and we're saying, okay, you know, I want what you want. Sometimes that perspective change. Let's just look at situations of conflict and go, oh, okay, well, that's not really that important. Let me just, you know, choose peace, <laughs> choose Christ. Yeah, so. I think we get in this uh, mindset where it's like, well, in order to be an effective person, you know, the problem is that we don't love ourselves enough. And, and enough. And then that, that comes out in our actions towards other people. And it's because we're miserable inside that we're miserable. No, we talked about it. every decision we make is because we already love ourselves. Jesus said, love your neighbor as you, you love yourself. Yeah. And some people will teach that and say, well, that means that you have to first you love yourself and then you love your neighbor. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Jesus knows the heart of man and says, you already love yourself so much. And the way you would treat yourself and care after your own needs as much as you possibly can. You need to go for others. And the first step in being an effective peacemaker is to die to self, just like it always is. It always comes down to die, death to self and putting others first. The yeah. whole Bible is about seeking interests other than your own. That's what the Son of God did. And he says, if we do it, we will also be sons of God. You're listening to their Also Life with Brent and Jeff. All right, that was Forgive and Forget by Waverly, and you were talking about loving yourself. And uh, my dad was telling me this story the other day. It was hilarious. And it was this lady who went and spent thousands of dollars because she had some problems. And they said, you know, with psychologists and psychiatrists and thousands of dollars and for these people to try to help. So this one pastor, they said, you know what, can you just meet with me? And so he's like, sure. You know, um, the pastor's like, yeah, sure, come on over. You know, we'll have it. But I only have an hour. She's like, well, I'm going to need more than an hour. So she, she basically, well, we'll just see what we can get done in an hour. So the pastor sits down. The lady starts talking for 10 minutes about her problems. The pastor's like, stop. I know what your problem is. She's like, what are you talking about? She's like, you are all about yourself. <laughs> She's, and then her husband was there and, found, and went, thankfully, somebody said it. You know, because oh he gosh. knew that to be the problem the whole time. She loved herself. And you know what? That's what causes our problems. And that's why we don't want to be peacemakers, because we love ourselves too much to be wrong. That was Beautiful Fall by Adam Watts. And sometimes it takes that. Just like, just fall. Just let it happen. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's funny because when, when I thought about this episode, I had maybe some different ideas for it. You know, we always try to say, okay, what, what direction we want to take? What direction does the Spirit want to take? And, and oftentimes, it's funny to see how the Spirit just takes over and says, this is what this show is going to be about. And I feel like this show has really taken on a life of its own in the sense that in order to be a peacemaker, it comes down to the heart. Like it always does. I'm like, I was thinking about the show, like, well, we need to effectively do this and that. And here's the list of things we could do to be a peacemaker and, you know, to, to witness to people and, you know, allow them to make peace with God and then go back and apologize to all the people that we've hurt and you make peace with them and stuff. But it really, what it comes down to is what is going on in our heart? And, and James says it, where do wars and fights come from? Do they not come from the desires of for pleasure that war in your members? Not like the yep. different members of your congregation or different members of your group, your members, your hands, your feet. It all comes from the lusts and the pleasures that we desire, and that's where wars come from. And that's what we that needs to be. De- that's what needs to be dealt with in order to make 
effective piece, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, and Christ was the perfect example, as he always is, of the things he preached, you know? He preached this stuff, and then he lived it out. And, you know, there's so many times where he, you know, just the cross, the part of just going to the cross, you know? He was in the middle of conflict, <laughs> and he could have taken his finger and blown people up, like, <laughs> like we've said before. Um, but, no, he didn't. He chose what Christ wanted him to do and he didn't look for arguments sometimes he just walked away it was like I'm just gonna walk away it's not even worth the argument you know I don't even want to be here talking to you about it Pharisees always tried to get him in an argument they were all about catching him in his words and doing all those things and Jesus just spoke the truth or he just backed away you know just walked away it was not even worth my time and um, it wasn't in pride it was just I'm not gonna get wrapped up in the sin of arguing and the sin of trying to battle something that doesn't matter it's 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 stupidity so why should I try yeah because are you willing to lose that like Jesus knew that those guys they had their hearts were so set on proving him wrong and being right that they weren't open to what he had to say right and he knew that he's like you know I've already done all these miracles in your sight and you're asking me to do another one you're not gonna believe you know that's not what you're looking for you're just looking to catch me and it's just so interesting that he set that example and it's up to us because Jesus said, you know, it's not, not always going to be peace. You know, sometimes I, Jesus, my, you know, myself, they're going to bring division, but you have to be willing to accept that in some scenarios. All right. That was let my love open the door by audio adrenaline. And I love the promise in this verse, blessed are the peacemakers for they shall be called sons of God. And we all want to be sons of God. And, you know, God is our father and he loves us. And, um, he died for us, and he was the ultimate example of being a peacemaker. And um, he ascribes that title of being a son of him um, if we live that out, you know? If we live out the, the life of being a peacemaker, um, we shall be called sons of God. And uh, just like the word says, you know, those who, who love each other um, will be called Christians. And it'll be obvious to folks that, that that's what we are. And um, so the challenge tonight is to live live a life of being a peacemaker. If you miss The Altar Life, log on to www.thealtarlife.com and listen to the most recent episodes. That was We Are One tonight by Switchfoot, and that's the ultimate goal is unity. Um, you know, if you're striving and you, you have selfish ambition, then there's going to be that that wedge between you and other believers and non-believers and God ultimately because there's that pride in your heart that separates you from him. And, um, you know, the, the whole goal is oneness with God, with believers, you know, we are the body and we need to work. You know, if one part of the body is warring against the other part, that's called cancer (laughs) cancer and, you know, all these other terrible things. And, um, you don't want your attitude, your pride to be a cancer in the situation, the environment that you're in, because it'll ultimately get traced back to you. (laughs) <laughs> and who who is benefited by that? And then also, you know, James continues on. And to wrap up tonight, we want to make an offer to you and extend an offer to you to make peace with God, obviously. And he says, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Whoever, therefore, wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Yeah, that's harsh. And, and what is truthful when it says that, you know, we we sometimes can wedge. We put the wedge ourselves, not just between men but also between us and God. And that because that's because we want to love the world. We want those selfish desires so much that we're willing to sacrifice an intimate relationship with God. And we've all come from that. But thankfully, it says that God made peace with us. He took the initiative while we were still sinful, while we were still his enemies, to make peace. It's up to us to come 
to the table to come to the you know the dividing line and cross over and make that that treaty with God. It says my sins, all these things, my selfish desires. If I continue in them, we're going to be at war. We're going to be contrary to each other. But I'm willing to put my hands up and surrender, lay down my guns like the songs we've been playing tonight, and you know unite with God and be a son of God instead of an enemy of God. You know, the challenge tonight to live to live a life of being a peacemaker, as Jeff just said, and you know what, if you don't have peace with God to make that decision to lay down your life to Him um, and stop living the prideful life and don't get caught up in the blame game, you know, don't sit around and go, well, I would be like that if it wasn't for so-and-so, it wasn't for so-and-so. No, we have responsibility before the Lord to not only live our life in peace with Him because it's a free choice that everyone has, but to live in our life of peace with someone else, um, with the body of Christ. So do that. And until next week, be cool cats. Live for Christ. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called children of God. relationship now is correct vertically, the, the, the first thing we should see then is that our relationship horizontally should reflect that. If we are God's poetry and God's expression to a lost world, Jesus said, by this shall all men know that you're my disciples by the love that you have one to another. Blessed are the peacemakers. How can we be what we are supposed to be to the world if the first expression of God's poetry through us is not that of love, but being able to look past everything the world can't look past. Backbiting, slandering, is reproach to our precious Savior. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called children of God.